Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Indeed. Um, welcome Hello. to the show, uh, ladies and gentlemen. How are we? Are we well? Yeah. Are we enjoying the weather? Yeah. Kind Yay, of. Climate change. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Um, <laughs> I'm not actually sunburned. I've just been pre-drinking. <laughs> That's um, why I'm so red. <gasps> welcome, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So give me a cheer if you listen to the podcast. Yeah. Lovely. And give me a cheer if you've never heard of us. Okay, okay. So well, new people. Right, welcome. Right. How can I explain what a podcast is? Okay. Um, I assume if you haven't heard us, you haven't heard a podcast. Uh, <laughs> on with the show. I'm joking. Taylor, introduce yourself. Hello. <laughs> How are you? I'm just wondering because it's Edinburgh. I'm like, are there ghosts in that chair? You never know who's here. Big. Yeah, like, <laughs> you don't dare sit there um no we're having such a great time it's so fantastic to be in ireland uh, it's a beautiful country <laughs> oh gosh galway <laughs> what can i say uh, no it's so it's so good to be doing this and we are on like our seventh show now so i do need to tell you that at some point you cross over from being a show into this is like a science experiment <laughs> <laughs> but I'm great, thank you. Good, good. Casey, welcome Hi. to the show. Say hello. Hello. Um, 
I'm the one that's really been overdoing the dry shampoo. Um, <laughs> I have got to wash my hair tomorrow, whatever happens. Um, I brought my kids up. Has anyone here got kids? Yay. Got some parents? Yeah, did you bring them to the fringe? Yay! Oh, yay, is it going well? Yeah. Oh, yay! No, it's fun. I've been taking them, I've been taking my, I've got a four-year-old and a seven-year-old, I've been taking them to see kids' shows because I thought, oh, it's going to be so fun, I'm going to be like a bohemian mum that like, you know, like, gets them really into like musical theatre and all this stuff. And then I remembered that that involves a lot of shushing them and making them walk, which are two activities they hate. <laughs> um, and so and then also I remember that also I'm really just more of a wine mum and... Um, <laughs> should really just stay in my lane <laughs> but it's been fun it's been fun <laughs> i love that you're not washing your hair in the spirit yeah. of being bohemian but you're just fucking exhausted <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. i brought my daughter up here once when she was four and i took her to her first show and i'm like we're just gonna see so many shows and we went in and all the other kids were just entranced they were just like oh and it, it, we were pretending we were underwater there's all these light things going on and she had her arms crossed i'm like oh fuck <laughs> And we're just sitting there, and she so loudly, four years old, she just went, I'm sorry, I just can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> we had to leave the fucking show. Probably the only walkouts of that show. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, man. She speaks the truth. <laughs> she does indeed. Well, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to welcome our guest? <laughs> and then please put your hands together for the brilliant comedian, Charlie George. Um, I've come dressed as the venue, um, <laughs> or, or a pimp, uh, or your favourite one from the Quality Street, depending on your <laughs> proclivities. Uh, I have just run here from another show. Hi, nice to meet you. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Please make yourself comfortable. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to try. This is my first drink of the Fringe, by the way. I know I'm, I might look like I'm, I'm sozzled, <laughs> but this is my first sip of booze. I've just been uh, flying. You're already taking your clothes off. And I'm already. <laughs> So it's, it's going to be a, a fun night. <laughs> Charlie, on this podcast, we only have one question, and that is, have you ever been the victim of a crime? I have, and it's, uh, it's a cringe one. I was quite... <laughs> I was quite young. Set your minds back to being a teenager, okay? You're enthusiastic, you're hopeful, you still believe in the arts. You haven't been to the Edinburgh Fringe. <laughs> <laughs> and me and my friend in Swindon, uh, we got our little bucket hats together, the internationally recognized symbol of party people. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And the cool cats, okay? And we really wanted to go to this festival uh, called Latitude. Mm. Because we were cool kids. <laughs> and we like poetry and the arts, okay? <laughs> and uh, we saw um, that Latitude had sold out. And we were like, oh, kids from Swindon. I, like, I had like a little um, you know, Saturday job or whatever. And we were trying to save up our money to go to Latitude. But all the tickets were sold out. But we saw this advert where we could get tickets. And all you had to do, right, was give all your money to this money gram transfer place oh, oh no I know <laughs> so that is what we did we gave like 300 pounds oh, no. for these tickets when the festival had sold out to money gram transfer <laughs> oh, no. and I'm not going to lie our friendship suffered <laughs> it was a long sad summer in Swindon <laughs> Is there any other kind? <laughs> exactly, Hannah, exactly. Who, whose Obviously idea had it been more to do the money transfer? <laughs> <laughs> well, we definitely had that moment where you think, yeah. like, is this a scam? But then we just went, 
no it couldn't be someone yeah. wouldn't do that yeah, to they us. wouldn't be allowed to do that we were like naive young people yeah. we still didn't realize that the world was cruel yeah <laughs> so it was a, it was a mutual oh. it yeah. was a mutual thing i definitely spurred it and i went no i'm sure it's fine <laughs> what's that he lives uh he lives in africa just send it send it <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So did you go, did you go to the police or did you just? Yeah, yeah, and they laughed at us really. <laughs> no, seriously, they weren't great because we sent them all the stuff and they were like, "Well, you've just given this, <laughs> you just basically directly transferred money to another country." Like, well, <laughs> that's what MoneyGram is. And we were like, "Oh, we didn't know because we get paid in cash for our paper rounds in Sweden." <laughs> <laughs> How long did it take you to save up for Latitude? Oh God, so many awful shifts. Like, oh. yeah, yeah, weeks and weeks. It was pretty depressing. We did end up making up the friendship, but for a while we didn't speak to each other. <gasps> oh boy. MSN Messenger went quiet. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm sure I told this on the podcast before, but that a similar thing happened to me and I bought a phone online when I was a teenager, saved up for it, was so excited. It never arrived and the profile had just been deleted. I bought oh, it on eBay babies. and the guy was like, through ebay <laughs> just uh just email me and i'll um give you my details and i paid and then i know i know and then i um, i remember i like, was in tears and i told my dad and he was like uh like my dad is the nicest man in the world but he turned full gangster and he just went i'll buy the debt off you so he gave me the money i'd never heard that expression before buying the debt off you so he gave me 50 quid for the debt so it was his debt now see this is why you should try and get the name and address of your father and find out where he is <laughs> just saying kids if you know you know ask mama <laughs> Not all the advice is going to be. <laughs> oh, man, oh, so... it's really tickled me. <laughs> so, on this podcast, we have one other question, which is, what would you say to the person who committed that crime to you now? If you had them in front of you, you can... Sure, you could kick them if you wanted to. That's, that's up to you. I think, to be honest, what I would do is I would put them in a bucket hat. <laughs> and I would perform non-stop... <laughs> my interpretive dance version of what Latitude Festival is. <laughs> I think that is what... Do you think that's a good punishment? Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Right. I would just make them sit through, like I'd do monologues, then I'd sort of do like a whole Shakespearean play. Like they'd just be forced to experience the arts 24-7 without yeah. a break. That's good. It's the essence of cruel and unusual punishment, <laughs> isn't it? Like that's really summed it up. <laughs> wow, well, we, we've not had that before. I, 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 I think they think twice about doing it again. <laughs> yeah, nobody's ever would... danced at the perpetrator. Yeah. It's, no. <laughs> this is why we do the work. <laughs> um, so, are you ready to move on to the true crime section of the podcast? Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, today we are discussing the story. We've got some good names here, but like a good name on the podcast Pearl Lusk. Oh. And Olga Rocco. Oh. Very Lusk good names. And Rocco. Yeah. So we're in 1946 and we're in a subway car in New York City. This is the first time Pearl and Olga meet. Olga was 28, she's tall, she's beautiful, and Pearl, who was sat down opposite her, was 19 small and blonde, and carried a gift-wrapped box. The box had a little cord coming out of the side. Now, my first question to you, in the words of Brad Pitt, what's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, which one has the box with the cord coming out? Olga. Um, 
Um, I knew this was going to be difficult. Um, it's Pearl, the younger one. She's oh. 19. Okay, Pearl Lusk has a gift for someone, and there's a cord coming out of it, and it's 1946. Yeah. Is it a telephone? A telephone, okay. Okay, the first mobile telephone. Bless you. <laughs> so there's a cord coming out of this box. Yeah. What year is it? No, fucking hell. <laughs> Drunk women solving crimes seemed like a good show. idea. What? What? <laughs> Sometimes we really commit to the brand. <laughs> I was busy pouring drinks. <laughs> that was really nice of you. Thanks for doing that. Yeah, thanks. Um, it's 1946. She's got a box in the subway. A crime is about to be committed. Oh, oh a bomb. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever heard it said like, oh, a bomb? Oh, that's so a good get because back then you had to plug them in. <laughs> Those were the days. Very inconvenient. Now they're all remote. I'm on a, a cord. I don't know why I'm thinking jewelry though. Okay. Because of, of pearl, like maybe mm. some jewelry that's got like um, some wrapping and a thing hanging off it. <laughs> okay. Oh, is it an umbilical cord? <gasps> oh, that's fucking oh, dark. Yeah. yeah, you never specified what I'm kind sorry. of cord it was. There's a lot going on in the U.S. now. <laughs> oh, it's heavy on my mind. I yeah. apologize. Oh, no. come on, you're in a true crime show. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> I love you. Thanks. <laughs> Support some new listeners tonight, I think. Yeah. <laughs> All major platforms. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I've written here. Okay, well, good guesses. But <laughs> <laughs> they were actually terrible. I'm such a nerd when I write up my cases. At the top, it says, hello, welcome to Drunk Women Solving Crime. <laughs> What a shame. Okay. Well, good guesses. <laughs> but hold that thought. We're not going to know yet. So firstly, I'm going to tell you a bit more about these women. So Pearl had just moved to New York from Quakertown, Philadelphia. Oh. Do you know it? Yes, I do. What's it like? Full of Quakers. Okay. <laughs> a lot of porridge. <laughs> so... <laughs> For the American listeners, oats. <laughs> <laughs> so Pearl... No, it's lovely. It's very posh, actually. Very, very okay. well-to-do very area. Well to Phila do. Philadelphia. Okay, so she's 19. She gets a job as a sales girl at a department store oh. and was living away from home for the first time. So she loved going out for drinks, reading detective novels, and going on dates. Oh. Was that your experience of moving to New York as a youngster? Mm-hmm. <laughs> No. The date part, yeah. <laughs> well, she had one rule Dates. when it came to dating. What was Pearl's rule? Oh, um, never look him in the eye on the first date. <laughs> <laughs> it was a different time. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Katie's kind of just a hype man. Wow. <laughs> well, like maybe you haven't, yeah, yeah. You're just being shy about your dates and stuff. I mean, uh, maybe like come on my neck or something. <laughs> Is that maybe how the pearl necklace Oh! Come on, it's a bit of wordplay. You knew it was going to get filthy. That's oh. why you came. <laughs> On my neck. Exactly, Hannah. <laughs> what a shame. <laughs> Thank you, though. This is a, these are good answers. I think on a first... Uh, um, just a rule about dating. Katie, did you, do you have any rules about dating? As a married oh. woman, probably not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't go on them. <laughs> I think it was maybe something like old fashioned, like if never accept a date on a 
on a Wednesday for a Saturday. Like it's That's a- from the rules. You've yeah. read the rules. <laughs> Has anyone read yeah. the rules? It's this yeah. book that was Don't out. Really know. It's very antiquated. And I only read it because I saw this guy and I didn't call him back. And he kept ringing me because when I finally spoke to him. He said, oh, I, I told my, uh, like he had a, a female friend that I hadn't rung him. And, and she went, oh, she must have read the rules. <laughs> but like, I just didn't want to see him. The rules, are, the rules are what? Sorry, what's the rules? Oh, there's like these oh, rules and it's goodness. stuff like, it's bullshit stuff, but it's stuff like never talk about marriage. I'm just dev- don't say Is the word Is this like marriage. the game where like, you know, yes. like men like neg you. Yeah. Like, but oh, you got like, terrible earlobes. It it's like, <laughs> and, then, it is. and then you yeah. feel terrible about yourself. And you're yeah. like, oh, it's I must like... sleep with you, Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's a it, game for her. It is. It's it like, but it, sadly, that it's the the end. The aim is to get married, not to just even have a good time. The aim is like entrapment. <laughs> Entering How an institution that doesn't make sense. Oh, we've, got a, we've got a lock. And this are you down. the only married person on there? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I read. Uh, yeah, I'm married. I read it. Yeah, <laughs> and you still did it. Wow, amazing! I think it's great. People are still getting married. I'm married. <laughs> I just don't wear a ring because, like, mm, just keep it open. <laughs> oh, I'm God. just kidding. It's because my fingers are too fat. <laughs> So I only read the rules as like this sounds awful, but like research for a screenplay, which is definitely what pedophiles say. But like, <laughs> it was a rom com; it's a different thing. And um, yeah, and it's like yeah, don't accept a Saturday date any later than a Wednesday, Wednesday or something like. I mean, like some some of them are like good self esteem advice, and the rest of them are terrible misogyny. <laughs> um, but. This is not a dating podcast. We must get back to the crime. What was her rule? Her rule was she would never go on a date with a guy she hadn't been introduced to. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So it's like friends in common on Facebook, that kind of right, thing. Right, right, right. Yeah, she so had she's trying to vet serial killers. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um so however, on Thanksgiving she's riding on the subway and gets chatted up by a very handsome and charismatic man who introduces himself as Alan LaRue. Alan LaRue. I would be like, excuse me, can you introduce this man to me? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's legit. It's fine. I'm safe. <laughs> but she's got a rule. She sticks to her rule, so she says, no way. Um, oh. Goes, no way. However, on Christmas Eve, she loses her job at the department store because they're getting... Yeah, thank you. Because they're getting rid of seasonal workers. So she's in a bit of a panic that she's going to have to go back and eat all that porridge. <laughs> so, but two days later... She runs into Alan LaRue again and throws caution to the wind, goes on a date with him. However, he doesn't seem interested in sleeping with her. Instead, he has a proposition for her. What was the proposition? Ooh, is it going to be like nicking from the department store with her ID or something? <gasps> yes, channel the spirit, spirit of Alan LaRue. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine like he would be in a hat. Yes, de- <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I'm I mean, I know that. men. I know them. I understand them. Hats. Yes, yeah, especially those 40s men. I'm feeling a hat. Yeah. Hat and gloves. Hat and gloves. Do but you know I what a proposition is? <laughs> what is he propositioning with his hat and gloves? Uh, to commit a crime. Okay. <laughs> because <laughs> I think I understand the show. Um, because, because if he's in the gloves, he can steal stuff. And if he's got a hat, he can put the stuff in it. <laughs> Like Paddington Bear. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, is yeah. it like a pyramid scheme? Is he an Avon man? <laughs> <laughs> this rouge, just wait. 
Um, Katie, proposition? Yeah, nicking. Nicking. Okay. Well, you're you're not right. He t- <laughs> <laughs> um, he told her he was a private detective uh, working for an insurance company and that a woman named Olga Rocco had stolen some jewellery and she was allegedly carrying it around pinned onto the inside of her coat. Oh, no. So what did he ask Pearl to do? Meet Olga. For why? To get it so they could steal it and sell it. <clears throat> we're not we're not real detectives. Can you believe it? Any thoughts on that? We're, we're nearly as good as the real police. <laughs> I feel like we're nicer. Yeah. Anyway, so, what did he ask? No, Pearl to so do? she's got so so Olga has yeah. got the jewelry inside a coat. Okay, yes. let's think about this. Yes. Okay, mm. the jewelry is hanging inside the coat. Um, uh, maybe like there's like a drop off. You know when you have yeah. to be like, oh, the eagle has landed. Yes, yes. And that's so, like a big fur coat full of jewelry, and you have and to collect it. Get it, and then get the rabbit is in the hutch. The rabbit is in the hutch, and that means you've got it. Yeah, Often. yeah. <laughs> We'd be the worst spies, wouldn't we? (laughs) Love it. I I think she meets her in a room and then turns the thermostat up so she gets really hot and has to take the coat off. (laughs) Oh, I like that. That's actually quite clever. Well, he asked her to follow Olga because he said that she had already he she already knew who he was because he'd followed her before. So he she knew he was a private investigator. So um, now Pearl had read so many detective novels that she Mm. was like, oh, my God. okay, this is my chance. And also he was going to pay her. She just lost her job. She was like, right. I'll do it. So Alan told her that he'd need proof that she was carrying the jewels. So he hands Pearl a box. This is the same box that she was carrying on the subway at the beginning of the story. He tells her not to open it. With the umbilical cord hanging out. (laughs) But there's a little hole at the front. And he tells her what's inside is going to help prove that Olga has the jewels on her. So Brad Pitt asks again. What's in Wait, the box? There's, there's a little it's hole that's going to fit. There's a hole at the front of the box. There's the wire coming out of it. Because it feels oh. like it's surveillance equipment to, okay. to capture her. But uh, like, what do we have in 1946? Like, yeah. I was thinking Can't like a little peephole with something shiny. <laughs> so that you would know that like, or reflective. So you'd be Ooh, like, oh, there's yeah. jewelry in there. Uh-huh. I might be lost. Is it? Is it? Do you yeah. think it's recording equipment and not jewellery in the box? I don't think you could carry any recording equipment. Like in the 80s, they were this big. Right. How big's this box? That, that, like, for the listeners, Katie almost slapped oh, yeah. me. <laughs> it's it's violent. how large yeah. recording equipment was. Quite visual. How big is the box? Is there a person I mean, I think it's like, sucking <laughs> out? Like, I can see it. I mean, it's like a kind of shoe box size. Shoe box bit, but like a big, a big person's shoe. A big person. Do you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. a size 13. Ooh. Yeah. I'm going to say surveillance equipment. Well, Alan tells her it's an x-ray camera. <gasps> yeah, you're right. Too. So, and he says it'll be able to take a picture that will show them what's under Olga's coat. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is he a big perv? Alan LaRue, I knew it with your hat. You're such a, <laughs> <laughs> you're such a creep. <laughs> Alan of the road. <laughs> He, d- he says that all you've got to do is the cord coming out of the side is how you take the picture. You pull the picture, you point it at her, pull the wire, and you'll get your x-ray um, picture. Sorry. And we're going to know. That's great. So we're back at the beginning. We're on the subway car, and Pearl is sat opposite Olga holding the box. Olga gets off at Times Square. Pearl follows her. 
What do you think happens next? The cord gets stuck in the closing doors because they go fast. <laughs> Stand clear of the closing doors, please. And like, mm, and so she does a little. Okay. There's a dog on a lead. I'm sorry. <laughs> Got a dog on a lead. Dog on a lead. <laughs> it's a real sliding doors moment. They yeah, take a picture of right, someone else and they're, they're taking a picture of someone else and they're wearing their worst underwear and it is a shame moment. <laughs> <laughs> and the shame is so strong that it distracts them from the plot of the crime. <laughs> Charlie, when did you plait your hair? <laughs> what can I say? The wine's making me relax. Yes. <laughs> I feel so at home with you all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Will you come and plant mine? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Okay. What? So she hasn't taken the picture yet? No. Was she supposed to have done it on the subway? Was she meant to keep following her? It, it's up oh, to she's her. Following her. She's oh, okay. Because <gasps> she'd take a picture of some handsome man and then realise, oh, no, I want to... No, I'm just... <laughs> I'm writing my own romance novel. How did you, how did you two meet? I took an x-ray picture of his penis. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real meat cute. It is. Yes. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I just got that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, guys, it's a little bit more serious than that. I didn't know whether you would you would sort of go this way, but so <gasps> she sta- it, Yeah. Is it a weapon? Uh huh. Oh fuck. She stands behind Olga in the <gasps> ticketing hall, pulls the wire, and bang. Fuck. Ah, uh, yeah. I know. I know. It's a bomb, isn't it? So it's a bomb. It's, a it's bomb. not a bomb. Um, it's a it's, it's off shotgun. <gasps> I know, I know. What? This story is absolutely wild. So she never um, take a sawn-off shotgun on the first date, <laughs> Earl. Yeah, where's that rule? That's in the That's rules. Like third and fourth date shit. There. <laughs> so a guard runs over, asks what's happened. Pearl says, she says, I just took this woman's picture and somebody shot her. Oh, I know that's wow. how much she doesn't think that it was her. And um, the guard then opens the package, reveals the gun, Pearl bursts into tears. Oh, wow. I know, I know. It's just, it's, it's awful. Wow. So what do you think? Would you take me to Quaker Town? <laughs> <laughs> She's just pretty innocent, isn't she? She's really super, super innocent. Yeah. Um, what do you think Olga says in this moment? She's been shot in the leg. She hasn't been, you know, she's... <laughs> She's, she's not she's not dead. She says something in this moment. What does she say? Damn you, LaRue. Go, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my tits. <laughs> that's what, I know that's what I say when my leg hurts. <laughs> that's how low they are now. <clears throat> I gotta wake them up every night. <laughs> Before we came out, we were like, we won't be that bawdy tonight. But here we are. It's Friday. Here we are. What does she say? She says, well, he's got me this time. Oh. Yeah. She knows him. Oh, yep. No. So who do you think oh. Alan the Rue is to Olga? X. <gasps> yeah. X. Gotta a be an ex controlling evil X. Or a stalker. <laughs> Little brother? Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. I get really resentful sometimes. <laughs> Okay. Could okay. be ex-employer, maybe. Oh. Not not ex-lover. Oh, maybe yeah. ex-employer. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Well, Charlie, earlier you said I don't know why people get married anymore. It was 
the ex-husband. Yeah, so it was this horrible, horrible man. So Olga survives the attack. She loses her leg. Um, But this isn't, I know, I know, this isn't the first time Alan LaRue has tried to kill her. Genuinely, though, in The Sopranos, doesn't Olga lose her leg? Did none of you watch The Sopranos? It's a great show. Check it out. I remember all of it. Jesus. Pretty sure. Anyway, by the by. Drunk women solving crime. Hey, everybody. It's time for our latest shout out. Phoebe, Phoebe, Bo, Bebe, Banana, Fanna, for Phoebe, me, my, mo, me, be. Phoebe, I did that my own way because I do what I say. Join Patreon today. Phoebe did patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Oh, yeah. Phoebe, 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 Phoebe. Thanks, Phoebe. Thanks. And sorry, I think. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So his real name was Alphonse Rocco, uh, and he and Olga had been married a year and a half and recently separated. He'd been making her life hell. He'd kidnapped her at knife point. He'd shot her through a window when she was setting up uh, dinner with her mother. Huh? Aspiring. Aspiring. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> I, I thought you said a spa time, and I was like, I'm not having a Diet Coke. <laughs> it's like, I know it's dangerous shit. You're aspiring to be. Okay, aspiring stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. aspiring stuff. Yeah, I mean, he, in terms of cunts, he was king cunt. Um, <laughs> I get it. Yeah, so basically, because this guy is such a psycho, she's under police protection. Goodness, and she gets another woman involved. Well, so he does. next level psycho. Yeah. I think they should read you more stories like this, like at, as you get to the end of the aisle before you do the vows. <laughs> <laughs> they just, they just. Do you know what I mean? Just tell you a bunch of stuff, and it's like, still I do, or you know. <laughs> Oh, that would be such an important role, too, because, like, we don't want to be bridesmaids. <laughs> yeah. But I will read from a little post-it, like, you know that 30% of married women... Yeah. I would, yeah. I would, yeah. I would Instead of a flower warnings. girl, you're like, trauma girl. Yeah. <laughs> Just sprinkling yeah. the trauma. <laughs> Just, <laughs> like, way. keep a separate bank account. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> So basically, Pearl sues the police force for compensation, um, as they were supposed to be protecting her at this time. Um, she loses the case. Why? Sorry, 
What? So basically, the the police force. Are, um, she is under police protection and has been. Sorry, before this, I beg your pardon, because all of the stuff that he did before was before. So he, all the stuff he did before was before, and um, <laughs> basically, they were supposed to be protecting her. She gets right. shot on the subway, uh-huh. but they. She tries to sue them. They wouldn't give her the money. Why is that? Because they always stick together. It's the cops. <laughs> okay, we've got corruption. Is it because it happened in a different state that was lacking in porridge? Okay. <laughs> a porridgeless state. Oh, she's going to go to another state and it's going to be just right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You like your porridge humour? Okay. <laughs> okay, and you're like Scotland. Very nice. <laughs> Thank you. I should have known with those Goldilocks. <laughs> <laughs> so... Why did she lose the case? I mean, it's quite—it's kind of obvious that because it wasn't him right. perpetuating the crime. So how can they be everywhere at once? Exactly. Isn't exactly. that just what the police say all the time? Well, right. So the we judge can't be anywhere, anytime. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the judge like clearly feels bad about this. Um, And he says that the facts in this case indicate that this plaintiff was shot by another passenger on the subway system. A woman unknown and unsuspected under the most unsuspicious and unanticipated, bizarre and fantastic circumstances. There was absolutely no legal duty on the part of the city to this plaintiff to afford her any protection from Pearl Lusk. I know. And then he sort of says that the court is constrained to observe that this has been a shocking occurrence and the deed of criminality of a criminally diseased mind. And this is most unfortunate that some redress cannot be afforded to the plaintiff. I mean, now you're just saying words. But but also, this guy's done several attempted murders. Are we not locking him up? Well, that's my next question. What do you think? They, They go, they go in search of him at this point. They go out to get him. Do you think, do they get him? Do they get a man? Oh, boy. I mean, we're such a good, such a good alias as Alan Larue when you're really called Alfonso Rocco. Yeah. Rocco, is yeah. it? Yeah, that might be tough. What were you thinking? I was just really like the audience's no was so depressed. No, <laughs> no. they didn't get him. Hmm. I'm gonna say they got him. Just yeah, to be I think different. they got him. Yes. Yes. Sure? Katie, let's do this. <laughs> I'm not sure. As ever, I'm on the fence about hope. That is a great name for a fringe show. Like, I would go to that. 6.45. No, I'm not going to advertise. He is shot dead in a standoff with the police. Whoa! Yeah! Yes! Yeah! Yes! Yeah, let's cheer the death of a man. (laughs) I mean, he was was not a nice man. And yeah, so there's a whole thing. I mean, this case is like, it's one of those things we have to like make these things so much shorter because we're um, running out of time. Um, But this case is like, I read all about it. There's a great article in the New Yorker um, from 1953 uh, by Sinclair McElway. Yeah. I read the New Yorker. Just wanted you to know that I've read the New Yorker. Um, And it's- Three for you. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Oh yeah. You know what I was trying to say, right? Three free articles, but I fucked it up. But what Thank I'm, you, aspiring. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is that um, there is so much more to this case. There is so, so much more information. But um, the thing that really attracted me to this case, why I wanted to share it with you today, is I want you to think now, what became of Pearl and Olga? What did what became of the two of them? Oh, they, just, 
God. Oh, God. No, Did you... they start Pearl and Dean and now they do the <laughs> film soundtracks? <laughs> 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 no, that's the wrong song. <laughs> 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 what is it? Yeah, I was thinking that's about right. doing it, but I don't think I know it enough. I was just going to roar like a lion. That's completely the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> so terrible. What um, the, what's the Pearl and Dean tune? The... <laughs> Ba, 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 yes! Ba, 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 Thank you! Ba, 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 Oh. <laughs> oh, do you mean it just it wouldn't have worked as a name? I was just, okay, I was riffing, I was workshopping a scenario where there's all these white men in the writer's room and they're like, Pearl and Olga, mm, sounds pretty ethnic. Let's just say Dean. Okay. Pearl and Dean. And then I was afraid to follow it through and I shouldn't have been because <laughs> my intentions were in all the right places. I Hi. think the word Lusk, I think the name Lusk is amazing. Like maybe did they go into some kind of sexy vibes, you know, like <laughs> Lust at Dusk. Hey. I, I don't know, like like some kind of, nice. I'm trying to make everything lesbian porno and I've really got to stop. <laughs> I just want them to get together at the end as kind of like a love story, like Olga yeah, and Pearl yeah. get together now that Alfonso's out the way. Um, yeah, yeah, I was wondering, like I didn't, I, like I was wondering if they became friends and stuff. Yeah. Okay, we've got like, lesbian porn. <laughs> we've got friends and stuff. <laughs> and we've got Pearl and Dean. <laughs> Via quite a few different. Okay. Um, guys, they became friends. Oh, they yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah. God, women can befriend each other <laughs> through any fucking thing. Like if this doesn't illustrate like, I'm sorry you lost your leg because of me. Oh, honey, it's okay. <laughs> no, that's fine. No, 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 no. It was his fault. No, it's fine. Unless they were like, they were Let's trauma bonded. It's like, um, what's that Bette Midler film? Big Business, no, Big Trouble, Big Business. What's it called? The Bette Risky Midler Risky Business? No. Did someone shoot Bette oh, Midler's leg off? Gross. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, no, it's, um, it's Bette Midler and uh -huh. it's What's the Name from Cheers? And they're both, <laughs> it, they're both, this is Shelley Long, I want to say. <laughs> oh. How much will tickets to this have interest? <laughs> <laughs> Go on, what's the Ben Midler What's it called? Big business. No. Terrible business. <laughs> Just keep saying business, baby. I think it works. You don't know who's out there. Someone might see this and hook you up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Could be a big agent what's out there. Called? Big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> what's your point? Oh! Outrageous fortune! <laughs> oh my god! And we have the same, and we have the same white guys in the room. Like, uh, uh, big trouble, big trouble. No, Paul, we're just not sure about that. And then there's a woman in the corner, like, what about outrageous fortune? And then Paul goes, what about outrageous fortune? And that's how movie titles are made. <laughs> also, I fully transitioned into my mother and I'm terrified. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. I just don't think there's enough friendships that start with shooting someone's leg off. So <laughs> I'm just really happy. Like I'm genuinely heart warmed about this. I'm looking to yeah. make some new friends. If you want to meet me outside, I'll sh <laughs> <laughs> I'll do some freaky stuff to your leg. <laughs> <laughs> is, that how, 
is that how friendship starts? I don't know. I mean, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 a it's a lovely story in terms of the the ending, and they became friends, and they um, went on had lovely lives. So, ladies and gentlemen, can we hear it for Pearl and Olga? Oh wow, Pearl and Olga, let's swing to them. In um in outrageous fortune, um they um they did Hamlet <laughs> at the end. Wait, what? In outrageous. <laughs> Are you just telling us about this film? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shelley Long got to play Hamlet, even though she's a lady. At the end of Outrageous Fortune, it's And does someone yeah. blow her skull off? What happens? Like? Well, they were both sleeping with the same man, but they didn't know it. Oh. They met in an acting class. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might watch this film again. <laughs> Whoa. I don't think I've ever seen it. And, and he's like, you've you're, sold it. you he's, are really selling it. This is yeah, amazing. I, I love Bette Midler. It's, it's, it's a bit like it's um it's like he's yeah sorry <laughs> does anyone remember the theme tune to the bill let's do another one of these he uh, works for an obscure pr agency that promotes <laughs> old 80s films yeah wouldn't that be a great job i mean yeah i could sell them all <laughs> big he becomes a little kid but he still sleeps with a grown-up woman Woo! <laughs> who doesn't want to see that it's tom hanks so it's okay <laughs> Because he can't be creepy. <laughs> no, he can't, to be fair to him. To be so fair. Olga and Pearl are friends. I mean, the, the case finished. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we toasted them a while we ago. But them yeah, like so carried on talking hell. about Bette Midler. Oh, wow. We have been true to our name this evening. <laughs> <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for the third part of the podcast. Oh. That is okay. when we ask for a listener crank and we have the lights up. Ooh. Oh. Oh. <gasps> Hello, Hi. X-Files. <laughs> <laughs> um, by by uh, pop up your hand if you have a listener crime you'd like to oh, share. So <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh we yeah! Oh, we're out of time for two. Only one Do you price. know what? This this lady Just is like price. grinning so you big. Right. Yes, um, yes, yes, come yes, on yes. up and tell us you listen to crime. Give her a hand. And then, <laughs> right I've not in there. Actually, used one of these before. Get right in there, like okay, you're about hi. to. Anyway, okay. um, so, <laughs> <laughs> okay. horrid. Um, um, what is your name? I'm LJ. LJ, welcome hi. to the show. LJ, tell us, have you ever been the victim of a crime? I have. Yes. Go on. Um, so. A few years ago, I lived in a house share in Oxford with quite a shady landlady. Ooh. And she probably committed quite a lot of crimes. <laughs> but, but this is the one that I remember. Um, I lived with three other girls. And one day there was a storm and a tree blew down into the neighbour's fence. And I was getting texts daily saying, have the neighbours removed the tree yet? No. Have the neighbours removed the tree yet? No. And then one morning I woke up to the sound of a chainsaw uh -oh. and some screaming. <laughs> And uh, I went down into the garden in my dressing gown and slippers and I saw <laughs> the terrifying landlady hurling abuse at this poor family of like this poor distressed woman watching her tree get cut down by this landlady's son and her teenage son and her teenage daughter and her teenage daughter was my absolute hero and was hurling abuse back at this crazy landlady. And then uh, the crazy landlady came into the house and said, LJ, you're good at talking. Come and help. <laughs> <laughs> And so dragged me outside and I had to try and mediate this crime that was being committed of them just massacring next door's garden. Oh, no. um, and we didn't resolve much <laughs> other than I said, if she ever bothers them again, just text me and I'll give it a go. <laughs> so did she, because I, I was imagining the landlady with the uh, um, <laughs> chainsaw, but it was she bought her son round with a chainsaw. It could have been her son. I oh. don't know. She she manages to find like very unqualified people to do 
city. Oh, the Quite problems important of jobs. the elite class. Oh my gosh. Trace's <laughs> well, texting you to resolve a problem yeah. that is a hundred percent hers says a lot. Yeah. Yeah, she likes character. to outsource the stuff. Yeah. So what happened was mm. is she chopped down the tree, destroyed their fence, and then sent them a huge bill. <gasps> Did oh, she? Oh, I like her now. I like her. This oh is so fucking can, can I ask a question? <laughs> can I just say, yeah. <laughs> it's just an avoidance of conversation all around. They're just like, ying, 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 and then you just <laughs> chop it down. This is my question. So, like, as a so you're in a student, you're in a, you're a student, you're in a house share or something. No, I'm no, a teacher. Sure. I just can't afford housing. Oh, <laughs> maybe I might get bleaker. Maybe I feel you. I shouldn't have assumed. Okay, so you're living with other people. It can be quite tough though to wake up early for your shift. Was it helpful having? the chainsaw and the screaming <laughs> I'm just thinking maybe I should get it as an alarm or something I mean it threw a bit of excitement into the week it was like yeah. a chainsaw and some screaming um, did yeah, they pay so, the bill well uh, no did it go to court no, no 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 does she it still have your number yeah <laughs> probably can we call her now <laughs> oh no! yes no could you imagine no I don't live there anymore okay <laughs> That's probably for the best. What a better reason to call. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I want to. Um, But, well... That gets a Prosecco. I mean, surely it gets a Prosecco. Give it up, Babes. For another one. Do you know Enjoy. what? We've got time for another listener crime. There was a lady here who's had to stare at my sweaty back all night. So uh, oh. please give her a round of applause. <laughs> we have time for another one. Something you never hear in my house. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? I'm Becky. Becky, Hi, hello. Becky. Becky, tell us your story. Um, so this is a series of three thefts that okay. happened when I was eight years old. <gasps> um, so I grew up on a uh, like an estate. Um, and so we had like a little doorstep where you'd leave your bikes out as kids. So uh, theft number one, someone stole my basket from a bike, you know, with a little cute. Just the basket. Little, like, just the basket. Aww. No, it gets weirder. What happens oh. when you want to take E.T. home? Do you know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> E.T. has to stay where he is. <laughs> He doesn't get to come. <laughs> um, and then theft two, like you know those little like little dogs that you got in the early two thousands that they look, put batteries in and they did little flips. Oh yeah. Yes. yes. I did. I did that to a real dog and he did do a flip. <laughs> <laughs> I baited. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that one got stolen. Um, oh. And then it's like, it had a little checkered bow on it, and that came back. And it was really weird. Oh, no. Um, and then the third one, which was the weirdest. So I was lactose intolerant as a kid. Was? So, Does that change? Like, you kind of grow out of it. I grew back into it because I had loads of milkshakes and stuff as a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't do it. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Um, we so, all have those slutty college years. <laughs> oh, we do. We do. <laughs> um, yeah, so I can have chocolate Easter eggs. So they gave me like this stuffed bunny one year with like a cute little outfit on. Um, and that also got stolen. Like I clearly left it on the doorstep. But three weeks later, it came back with none of its clothes on. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, that is creepy, yeah, is it not? Really Weird. Okay, it's all the same person. Yeah, it's got to be, right? Is it, That's all I got. Isn't, it's got <laughs> do, do, do you have a, Do you have an enemy on the estate? So, did you have an enemy? I thought oh, like it, there was like three people. I reckoned it could have been. Yeah, who did you fuck off? Like it's an eight year old. 
Fuck you! <laughs> Enemy number one! Like, fuck I don't know you. what I'd done. I thought I was a nice kid, apparently not. Um, but like, it's probably those farts, wasn't yeah, it? I like, just, it was yeah. you know, picking my nose as a kid. Yeah. Um, I had my like, next door neighbour, he was a boy, and you know what boys are like, you know. <laughs> I mean, was... they fucking try and kill their wives. So yeah, they, they, kill, they kill their wives. They... Post it note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no son of shotgun there, but um, could have been him. And then two, there was this girl. So my mum was a teacher, okay. and like she'd like come oh. round and she'd like pick on me, and then she'd run off again. And my mum was like, mm, it was probably her. And I was like, that's your student. Um, and then the third, I just think it was my mum. I think she was trying to teach me oh. a lesson. <laughs> oh, I like this theory. Yeah, because well, you kept leaving stuff on the pool. Well, yeah, I was like, well, she's just been a little bit. Because why would it come back? Like realistically, why would it come oh, back? But what? It's like a real weird thing of like trying to send you a message. Yeah, like, yeah, that's I took what that. I thought. I took it. Where's it's, it's? I took its clothes. You can have it back. What happened? Never I think known. it's number like, two. I think it's the disgruntled student yeah. that just sounds like a. Oh really? Right? Because you can't. You have no power over the teacher. So if you're resentful, you gotta get just, in there another way. Do you know what? It's reminded me of this story that my friend told me just about the thing about the fact that you couldn't have chocolate Easter mm. eggs, and about the fact that her brother used to like every Easter it was his little bit that he'd get an Easter egg and he'd just smash it on his head and it would go everywhere and he'd be like, Bleh. and I was like, and she was like really jealous of the fact that he got to do this bit, and he was like, she was like, I want a bit like that. I'm gonna stop him doing that bit. She froze his Easter egg that night. <laughs> so good I love it she threw his easter egg where she she just froze it so he did it the next morning and just smashed his head open (laughs) so I think it could have been my friend because she's clearly isn't that awful also don't try it at home aspiring I mean, uh, Becky, what's Becky? Yeah. I've got to say, Wait. this is awkward because we do not have a bottle of Prosecco for you. We've got to vote who it was. Okay, well, we always, on this podcast, if you're not a listener, Richard. we always blame the mother. <laughs> <laughs> on a feminist podcast, you think, maybe they wouldn't, but we do. So I'm going mother. Yeah, I'm number two. I think it was the disgruntled student. What do you think? I think it was a boy who fancied you. <laughs> oh my God, I'm a tiebreaker. I can put the whoever it was imaginary jail. <laughs> I think it. I'm. I'm ri- <laughs> right. I'm torn between the boy and the girl, because the girl would be a bully, but the boy just might be up to mad shit with a toy. We'll never right. know. I hope not. Right, okay. <laughs> Maybe it was someone who was into animals and they thought they'd enter a dog that does a flip into Crofts. <laughs> yeah. Just just go in rogue Wild for a second. Card. Wild card. Wild card, yeah. yeah. One. All right. Um I'm go I'm gonna vote for girl bully. Nice. Has this Thank given you, you the closure you that you wanted? This has. But what do you think? Can yeah. You do you know what? For like years and years, I thought it was the girl. But then I, when I was like tri- listening this out in my head before like my friends were like, I would say it. I was like, maybe it was my mom. <laughs> <laughs> like I always thought it was the girl, which maybe is the closure that I gut. needed. Yeah. That trust it, gut, it was yeah. this girl. Oh no, don't trust your girl. No, you've no, got no, lactose intolerance. Don't never trust your gut. Never, <laughs> never. <laughs> oh, Becky, thank you so much. <laughs> Guys, in an absolutely unprecedented thing. I mean, Katie, we've 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 got time for one more. We have time for one more. Can you believe that? That was the best fucking line we've ever had. Don't (laughs) trust your gut. You're lactose (laughs) (laughs) intolerant. I'm sorry. 
sorry, but we have to celebrate the arts and believe in them. (laughs) I've got IBS, I know, okay? I'm not in that WhatsApp group called Poo Chat for nothing. Get up! (laughs) Get up and give her a round of applause! You have seven minutes. <laughs> what? Um, oh, pull it right down to you. Oh, <laughs> Said no, the she actress. cut me short. <laughs> oh, no, that was my hand. Not at all. Just, just, just bend the mic down. Bend the, the mic right down. Forward, just yeah. What is your name? Yes, Debbie. Debbie, speak right into the mic for me, Debbie. Hiya. Hiya. <laughs> Debbie, I love you. Debbie, tell me about a time you've been a victim of a crime. My credit, my uh, debit card got scammed. Okay. And it was a bank holiday weekend, and I'd gone to get some cash out. I lived in Camden at the time. And it said no. <laughs> and I had yeah. money in the account to so get the kitchen done. I thought, that's a bit weird. <laughs> Went back home. Is it, I mean, a little bit less sympathy for you now. Yeah, <laughs> I had a lot of money in there, guys, actually. New kitchen. A... Um... No, but I went back home. It Orders. was an Abbey National account at the time, and you uh-huh. used to get a little statement of your transactions when you went to get money out. Yeah. So I got this little transaction thing, and it had six last transactions. And one of the one was £800, right? It's like, no. And mm. one was £250. No. So I phoned at the bank and said, this isn't me, you know. Anyway, it was a bank holiday weekend. They weren't interested. So I did my own detective work. Yes. I, I looked up. One of them was a hotel in Scarborough. Say like the Grand or something. So I thought, Grand. Oh, there's a Grand in Scarborough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you haven't lived till you've so stayed I looked, in the Grand I looked it up in Scarborough. And uh, I phoned up saying, uh, it's a transaction. And they said, uh, yeah, the room's fake. Someone's in the room. <gasps> They're not. I'm here. You know, so that was one thing. Another one was auto something or other, auto car, 800 quid. Yeah, you bought a, a, a wheel for a Porsche, a tyre for a Porsche. <gasps> oh, 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 big no. gun, staying in Scarborough, getting a Porsche wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the wheel being delivered to? They told me it was a house like two streets away. Nice, you got the address. (gasps) I I feel like GDRP was not in. (laughs) (laughs) This is great. I phoned the police station in Regent's Park and said, here's the address, here's the hotel. You know, the bank's not interested. And they phoned anyway. And uh, yeah, so um, Auto Trader, they, did, they found the person who delivered, who bought the tyre. It was a, a gang thing. Oh. And the hotel, okay. it was a bit of a sad one. Oh. They went to the hotel. The person was still in the room. However, they'd been given it as a gift. So and oh, they went to the hotel wow. and the people weren't in the room. So ple- they couldn't go in. But they said they were given it as a, as a present. They were scammed as well. But it went to court. And, uh, oh, I thought yeah, there was going to be a dead a body. <laughs> oh, I'm so relieved. I'm sorry. There was a severed head. <laughs> yeah, but the, giving but someone a present to stay at the no. Grand in Scarborough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but ways like, to say I don't like you. <laughs> so it went to court. What it went happened? to court. Abby Nash would get the money back immediately. It was like overnight. Nice. Oh, good. But it went to court, and it was a bigger thing. It was a bigger scam. Like you know, you know, it wasn't a small thing. It was a big part of this thing going on in. Yeah. Like, I'm getting flashes of the Tinder swindler. Like, you know, he's like, he's taking the money, he's putting a girlfriend up in a hotel, then he's doing another thing. But does he fuck wheels? What? <laughs> he's, all like, he's all about the Porsches and the lifestyle and yeah. the designer stuff. The Grand. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. You want to you show off to someone, you say, hey, baby, come back to the Grand and Scarborough. <laughs> That's what you do. 
Um, but yeah, what well, like faking it, like an influencer yeah. who wants to, but they don't have the money. Oh yeah. my gosh, I'm but so it, glad you it, got the money back. Abbey National, the little thing, no one was interested, but I was really pissed off, so I didn't have any money really. It was I would get yeah. my kitchen done. The money was for the kitchen. Yeah. I, get, you know, oh. I only used three shops. It was a bit sad, really. <laughs> <laughs> but I only went to three shops where I lived. It was Odd Bins for the wine. Very nice. <laughs> yes, yes, please. Yes. Not sad yet. Sainsbury's. Yeah. Very nice. And then there was the video shop. So it yeah. won those three shops when it scanned my card because it was the receipt. Uh, so, yeah. Oh. But you helped bring down yeah, I brought a gang. You brought a gang. We do not have a bottle yeah. of Prosecco for you either. Um, but we brilliant. have got a Porsche wheel. <laughs> 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 um, oh, thank you so much. Charlie George, thank you so much for coming tonight. Thank you for coming if you're thank a listener. You thank guys. you for coming if you're a new you person. Been, yeah, thank you very much. Love. You can come with us all the Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then write it in a review and we'll solve it. Thank you to Acast and thank you for listening. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 